to catch them is my reef test. To train them is my cover. There's a line in that, in that song, where you're my best friend in a world we must defend. Right. Yeah. And I swear to God, when I was a kid, I was like, I feel that means there's an, the thing they're building towards in Pokemon is there's going to be some sort of alien invasion or something, and they're going to have to defend the world using Pokemon. That's I lit from that one line. That was what I extrapolated from that, and that's where I expected the anime to go at some point. Oh, so it's, n- it's nice to know that you're always grossly susceptible to headcanon. Yes. <laughs> no, I've always, yeah, and fan theory. And then when the fan theory that I had didn't happen, I burned everything that I had to do with Pokemon, and I hated it. And I felt like it was a betrayal to me as a fan. I felt like I was stabbed in the back, personally, because they didn't fulfil the prophecy of... <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Omcast. Uh, as one half of the Omcast, my name is Dom. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hello. So in addition to doing the Grammarly Watch, we also go out and try and watch movies at the cinema um, and just vary things up a little bit. Um, we've just got back from Detective Pikachu, um, which falls in the middle of our John Wick rewatch. So there's lots of John Wick mo- um, episodes coming out, but this one we're just going to veer off a little bit and we're going to talk about Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Um, which is Detective Pikachu, who knew? <laughs> yep. No, well, it's, it's, a, it's a film we definitely went to see. Yeah. I mean, like, no one expected this to happen. It, it's, it's a live action, so it's a blend between live action CG, a version of a Pokemon movie. Um, but instead of doing what we would have thought they would do, which is do a straight adaptation of, you know, one of the classic sort of Pokemon things where. Like they adapt the version of the cartoon or they adapt one of the games and make it about a Pokemon trainer or whatever. They actually instead decided to do Detective Pikachu, which is this weird little yeah sort of spin-off game that does exist. There is a game called Detective Pikachu. Um, I'm not sure how faithful it is to that. It's not really. Although I never played it. I only ever played the like the the uh, Pokemon Blue, Pokemon Red, um, and Yellow. And played the card game. That's my exposure to it. And obviously, I watched the anime, the original, like the yeah. people that remember, like the characters like Ash, Misty, and Brock, and that kind of thing. Um, this is nothing like that. No, um, no, it's very different. But yeah, um, so it's very different in a way that is quite clever. So it does exist within the existing Pokemon universe. Yeah. However, by being in this one specific city that they're in, it changes up a lot. Yeah, it's it's so, got a unique concept within the concept, if you like. Yeah. So it's like, right, there's Pokemon, there's Pokemon trainers, people do that. But then within that, there's, right, Rhyme City, which is this whole new twist on it. Sort of modern utopia of Pokemon yeah. and people. It reminded me a little bit of, um, have you seen the Disney film Zootopia? Yeah. Sometimes it's called, I think it's Zootopia in America. Here it's called Zootropolis. I don't know why. It's some weird licensing thing. No one understands it. But anyway, but it, anyway. Remi- it reminded me a little bit of, like, of that, um, which was interesting. Um, what I would say. Yeah. So, first of all, let's give. Obviously, we're not going to give a proper rundown, but to explain the film, essentially, the protagonist is played by Justice Smith, mm-hmm. plays a character called Tim, yep. who's far, who's estranged from his father, and 
we find out early on that his dad is missing, presumed dead. And it's literally the quest that he teams up with his father's Pokemon, Pikachu. Yeah. Who's the Pikachu that we see in the trailer, the, the titular Deerstalker wearing Pikachu voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Which, who knew that's what we needed in 2019? Yeah. And he's then, not the hero we wanted, but he's the hero we needed. Yeah. I've got <laughs> some thoughts about it, but I think um, it was, yeah, and it's about them going off and potentially solving the mystery. Yeah. In a nutshell, that's it. Yeah. So but, okay, we we're burying the lead a little bit. Here. What did you think? Um I had fun with it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't see it again. No. No, like it was it was good fun. I had a lot of fun with it. There was a lot of stuff in there that I recognized. Um especially as somebody that is a is a Pokemon playing veteran. Yeah. So I got <clears throat> to delve into my back history. I got Pokemon Blue the day it was released in the UK. <laughs> and I've played every iteration of the main RPG games since. Wow. Um, I think they're great. I think they're brilliant. They're like diet RPGs. They're great fun to play. You choose a section of six Pokemon that you collect and take them out to battle. It's great fun. You don't get involved in steeped in lore. No. It's a very basic storyline, mm-hmm. and that's about it. It's good fun. You play the same thing over and over again. There was a lot to process in this, because yeah. there are, as someone that is a Pokemon fan, there is so much to see. Yeah, It does drastically shift away the narrative that you would normally expect from a Pokemon film, game, or TV show. Yeah. But I think it works. Yeah, it does, yeah. Because there's, there is only so much that you can fit into like an unfamiliar audience to fit into a Pokemon world. Yeah. So by doing it in this way, they very intelligently made a narrative around this thing to introduce you to the world plus Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Um, How about yourself? I I honestly, I I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. And I liked, I, it was really good and not in the way that I was expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. I was expecting it to be, first of all, I was expecting it to be a lot more comedy heavy, a lot more f- funnier than it was actually. Yeah. That's not to say it's not funny. I think there are some great jokes in it and, and it is like hilarious at times, but it didn't lean into that as much as I thought it was going to. No. Um, and I found myself actually like genuinely like trying to figure out the plot and, and everything and trying to, so, and I'm like, why am I caring so much about this? Yeah. Why, why am I so invested in this? I think part of it is because I think they do do a good job, although it's very sort of, like you can see it coming a mile away and it's quite rope, but I feel like they do a good job of like setting up the character of Tim in particular as a protagonist. Yeah, like we, I think it feels like a fairly long time before you even meet Detective Pikachu. Yeah. It's probably a good sort of 20 minutes. Yeah, he's a good portion into the film, and that's and they set it all up, and they and they talk about who he is and all the rest of it, and you actually like, I was impressed by how much restraint there was. Yeah, if you see what I mean, rather than just going, look, look at all the Pokemon, like in your face. There are moments like that and scenes like that, but I was yeah, it, I was impressed by the the sort of narrative and the and the the way they actually put they presented it oh, it was be- it was better than I thought it was going to be in yeah. some ways um but yeah I really enjoyed it man I, re- I really enjoyed it same yeah, I, I, I had a really good time with it I 
I enjoyed a lot of what they brought to the table. I think we probably might have to talk about spoilers at some point. Yeah. But um, but all in all, it's quite good fun. I mean, there's there are more name actors in this than you would expect. Uh, I guess so. I think the main one... I mean, we we did know that um, Bill Nye was in it. I didn't. Did you know that? No. Because it, it, he was his voiceover on the Welcome to Rhyme City and all the rest of it in the in the trailers. Yeah. So that he wasn't known that he was going to be in it. Yeah, it was just uh, I, I didn't I didn't see a lot of sort of promotional material for it. I don't I don't. Ironically, for somebody that has a movie podcast, I don't watch a lot of trailers. Yeah. I know that a film's coming. I watched maybe a trailer. Yeah. And then that's about it. But I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize Bill Nye was in it. Um. I didn't realize Ken Watanabe was in Again, it. Again, yeah, no, he, you would have known that, yeah. I didn't know that Rita Ora was in it. No, I didn't even know that until after we watched it. Yeah, I didn't. It wasn't until the end credits that someone that, that I realized that Rita Ora was in this film. But who cares? Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was I was in, I was impressed by it. there were certain like things like visually. I was like, I don't like that. But like, I was really impressed by the world they built. Yeah, I feel like what it might be in sort of in future because I think it's doing quite well, like um, box office wise. Mm-hmm. And I think what it might end up being is a launch pad for for more stuff like this. Yeah, and I think in the spoilery bit, we can talk about how the world will yeah. progress from um, here. Yeah, and so that I'm really excited about. I'm like, mm-hmm. I definitely like, I'm fully invested in this world that you've created now. I think they did a really good job, and they're like, I was, it's like that opening, like towards the beginning of it. They just set up this is a world in which Pokemon exists, and they have these like these pat these long shots look like they were filmed with um, drones. Yeah, and you can just see Pokemon around right where yeah. you would normally see animals. There's like there's birds flying around, but you look closely, well, that's a Pidgey. Yeah, it's like oh shit, and I just said to you, I was like, I feel like cry because <laughs> it's just like this is like. Wish fulfillment. As if you were ever into this series at all as a kid, it's like, wouldn't it be cool if they were in the real world? And it's like, now they are. They've yeah. actually realised that. And it's just, they don't feel like photorealistic animals. They still feel cartoony. Yeah. But they, I think they get it just right in terms of the animation style. Yeah, they definitely do. Like They, they balance a lot of stuff off. And one of the things that I really enjoyed was... Um, <coughs> was when they were showing about how sort of Pokemon through history. So yeah. there were like hieroglyphs and stuff, which showed like the art style that we were used to is having them sort of depicted, depicted in a crude style yeah, yeah. in 2d. And then when you see them in real life and when you hear them in real life as well, it's a lot more realistic, but it's not uncomfortably realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Except for one which was just made me feel really weird. Which one was that? Mewtwo. Yeah. Yeah, he was strange. Just I mean, yeah, that's not a spoiler either because Mewtwo turned up at the end of one of the trailers. Yeah. Um, and again, I think like if you had seen that trailer and sort of thought about it for more than a second, you probably would have figured out kind of a decent amount of the plot of this. Mm-hmm. Although it did keep me guessing in kind of a few ways. Yeah, I mean, there's, um, there's one sort of part of the plot that I went, Huh, didn't think it was going to do that. That's clever. That's cool. But everything um, else in the film, like, I think I went in a little bit to, I'm going to be re- reviewing this film rather than going in and just I'm enjoy, going to enjoy this film. Yeah. Because I managed to call every beat yeah. in my head. Yeah, I just twist. I think it was, I was switched off and just went, I was completely in for the ride. Like in yeah. that opening scene 
where they have him trying to catch a um, Cubone. I was just like, sold. I'm so down for this. And yeah. I just like let myself go and just went, went for it. I think, yeah, given the yeah the context and we're, like there's lots of intense stuff going on in terms of you know movies and TVs and stuff, and like we've got Endgame going on and John Wick and then this yeah. is just the perfect sort of it's a really good cleanser. salve. Yeah, it's a really good palate like... cleanser. And there was like there was nostalgic elements, but I didn't lean too much into that. I was worried again it was just going to be remember this, remember this from your kid. It was like no, we're going to spend like the next five minutes ex- explaining why this kid doesn't get on with his dad. I'm like, okay, cool. So I give yeah. a shit. And, there's and like, a... I'm really, again, I'm so impressed that they like went, no, 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 we're going to do this properly. Yeah, and there's we're quite gonna... a lot of degrees of subtext in there as yeah. well. Because um, as you would can probably discern if you've seen any of the trailers or if you've read anything, Tim, the protagonist, doesn't have a sort of an accompanying Pokemon. No. And it's it's a real sort of question situation like everybody's asking him why why doesn't he have a pokemon how come you don't have a pokemon yeah and then you once you find out more about the character and about yeah what his background was and his history with it or it makes sense yeah. and again i'm yeah I, I keep coming back to that word impressed but i'm just i did not expect it to actually have like character a character that that's, that was that well thought out and i thought it was just going to be a sort of buddy cop but just taking the piss out of each other joe 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 kamala minute yeah kids film and the fact they did more than that makes me go, oh shit! So I'm definitely willing to revisit it. Yeah. When it comes out on you know Blu-ray or whatever, I'm I'm happy to go back and watch it again, knowing how we, what we know about the way the story plays out, and not only the narrative but also the characters and what we know going in going in. Yeah. I'm definitely I want to revisit it and see it again. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was just, <laughs> I've really enjoyed it. I had a really good yeah, time. and that's the thing. I, I'm not criticizing it in any way. I had a really good time with it. It's just. I don't know. It's just one of those things that I'm like, that's cool. I really had fun with that. Yeah. And yeah, it's not something that's, it hasn't sort of rocked my world or blown my mind or anything, but no. I had a really good time with it. If you want to kill a couple of hours, boy, it's, go I and think, see it. Take some, take your kids with you. Yeah. I think hundred percent. If you've had, if you've had any sort of fandom of this franchise before, yeah. you definitely need to go see it. Mm-hmm. Like if you played with the games or if you were into the Pokemon cards when you were a kid or whatever, you should definitely go see it just for that. And you, I think hopefully you'll be surprised by how much how much thought and care and attention has gone into it. Yeah, for Do you sure. know what I mean? More, it's more than the sum of its parts. Yeah, well, not, it definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's. I think it's really. It goes to show like a lot of care and attention has gone into making yeah. it. It's not just another Pokemon movie. It's that's... not just like... Uh, I, that's the thing. When I first heard the concept or whatever, it was like, oh, it's like the Angry Birds movie. Or Angry Birds 2. Or like or one of those sort of... Mm-hmm. It's an IP that's got a lot of... That, you know, people love and they're going to sort of cash in on it. But they actually, whoever's written the script and actually put it together actually goes, no, 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 we're, we're going to tell our story. But within this world and using this as a, as yeah. a device. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, definitely, and it's it's one of those things that makes you sort of appreciate the effort that's been put in. There are there are some parts in it where you're like, okay, that's a budgetary thing. Yeah, like you will often see the same Pokemon over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, um, and there are Pokemon that you'll look at and you'll be like, I've seen that one loads. Yeah, but I do feel like yeah, again, this but is it's, this is it's like understandable because yeah. there is. You know, there are like 900 and something Pokemon now. Yeah. And 
within that film, you're not going to be able to put in like 900 unique. No, but because uh, the budget is finite. Yeah, the budget is, yeah, there's that. And then I think there's also like, they want to appeal to a certain, they want to, they want to go for the nostalgia button. So they're going to go for certain Pokemon. And yeah. like, so you will see like the starter Pokemon from the, from mm-hmm. generation one, Bulbasaur, Squirtle and um, Charizard. Charmeleon. Charmander, sorry. I apologize. Charmeleon. No, Charmander. Charmeleon wasn't in it, was it? Oh, Charmeleon is the middle one. Yeah. Sit down. Don't tell me. Don't you <laughs> fucking start with me, kid. Oh, I will fucking school you. Sit down. Fucking hell, Junior. You got some things to fucking. Oh, you're going to learn today. Well, if you can't even remember the basic fucking starter Pokemon. I mean, that's what day one. What else you got? What else have I got? Fuck all. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Sit down, Junior. Anyway, yeah. Um,. No, yeah. If you're anyway a fan of it, you should definitely seek it out. And name um, Charizard's first five albums. <laughs> Fuck off. Call yourself a true fan. We talking about his first five albums. We talking. What colour does he turn when he's shiny? Huh? What is just two types of Mega Evolution? Mega Evolution. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I defer. I, I surrender. Fair enough. Blastoise featured on three albums. Name them. <laughs> what are you talking about Blastoise? <laughs> Oh god, Plasmus is great. Oh, yeah, like I'm, now I want to see more. I want to see like yeah. battles. I want to see like a traditional sort of a trainer becoming a tra- going into the league, yeah. going into a stadium and fighting and all that sort of stuff. I want to see like a Rocky style movie with Pokemon. Yeah. Like a guy, I want to be a contender. And it's like you can't be a Pokemon trainer. I would love to see all that now. But I feel like now what they've done is because they have like like I said that you can see the budgetary restraints and stuff because yeah. this really is a proof of concept absolutely it's like no you can do you don't have to do just an animated one you can do a live action pokemon movie and they go really it's like okay look we'll let's we'll get a big star we'll get ryan reynolds that'll be a way of selling it and we'll we'll do this okay fine yeah go, go for it here's 700 million or whatever go go make that and then it's gonna make a shitload of money and they'll go fuck yeah. okay we're, we've got something here Let's make some more, and then they'll they'll launch something, and it could it has the potential to be something really really special. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm totally down yeah. for, the, for the Pokemon Cinematic yeah. Universe. Bring it on! Yeah, I'm completely completely in on this. I'm I, I'm happy for it to be just a series of standalone films. I wouldn't want to see sort of an MCU interconnected film because we've already seen like a big sort of big legendary featuring in sort of almost the pilot episode should we say if we are looking at a cinematic universe style yeah but I mean there's there's so many more stories and stuff you can tell and like there are. I mean? there's so many more there's so much more of the world to explore but what I would say is is like with the games for example there are so each game has a legendary or a, a major legendary so the, the final one in that Pokedex <clears throat> and then there are a series of sort of lesser legendaries underneath that. But it always builds to this sort of world-changing event. And it's like, oh, this is going to be the end of the world unless this one trainer can stop it. Yeah, And it's a standard method that they do, but but if you were to repeat that method over and over and over again, it, yeah. would be, it wouldn't be as effective. Whereas yeah. if they were to do something that was lesser sex, like you say, like a Rocky-style film, yeah, like how did... Gary get to where he got. Yeah. You know, don't probably stay away from Ash because he's got his own thing. Yeah. But then 
when you're looking at red or blue as trainers and where did they come from? And then you can build them up from there and then you can eventually sort of integrate and be like, oh, you know, because they mentioned Kanto, yeah. which is the first world in Pokemon red, blue, yellow and green. Yeah. Um, but it's how it would sort of build upon that from there. So they've already got a world in place. They've already sort of established a respectful connection to the games as well by saying, this stuff happens, we just don't do it here. Yeah, we try to live in harmony. Yeah, so I'll be, I'll be. I feel like it could be one of those. It'll be a passing reference in in the, in the next one. They'll go oh, the, after that Rhyme City incident. Yeah, like after that sort of failed experiment, we don't do this anymore, or or whatever. There'll be consequences after what happened in Rhyme City that one time, which we yeah. as, as a fan like you won't have to. It will be like the MCU. It'll be like. If you haven't seen Detective Pikachu, you have no idea what they're talking about. But if you have, you know exactly what they mean and, yeah. and what the ramifications are, and it will feed in. And I feel like, yeah, it's definitely a world. Like I said, they they haven't excluded anything. They've kept everything just right. They've introduced it how it all works without labouring the point. I don't think they just like really went look at this all the law, and they sort yeah. of quite efficiently set up the world and said, right, this is how it works. Is you know this is what how po- what the relationship between Pokemons and humans are and all the rest of it. Now let's do some more. Um, so yeah, I'm fucking totally sold. I'm so down. Yeah, if this if this is the starting point for something much bigger going forward, I'm completely on board. Yeah, yeah. It's like it like I say it didn't like it, this isn't like a life changing like bloody you know this is the be- best movie of the year or no. anything like that. But solid. And yeah. a solid start for it, something. It's really, really good. Really, really fun. Great performances. The soundtrack's great as yeah. well. It takes a lot of sort of familiar riffs that you be aware of if you've either played the games or watched the anime or watched the films, but modernizes and puts them in a new way. Um, but yeah, and it does <clears throat> it does a lot with not a lot, if you know what yeah. I mean. So it builds so much with actually surprisingly little amount that exists within it yeah and i think that's and that's down to the strength of like the the writing of that of the characters really yeah like they have like, i think one of the best scenes in the whole film is a scene where it's just pikachu and um tim just sat outside on a bench yeah talking to one another and like because scenes like that work everything else around it works all the craziness that happens around works because you but when you sat you're listening to what they're talking about and like engaging with what they're actually saying and the sort of emotion of it if you like and because of that everything else fits into place and yeah. i think that that's the real achievement of it is that that they took the time to make sure that worked um yeah yeah i agree yeah it's i i, I don't want to get too gushy over it i mean, I mean no, no, it's no, like that's the thing it's a great film yeah there isn't you know it's not a particularly deep dive or metaphor or symbolism of no. anything it's just a really good fun film yeah just go out go watch it enjoy the night if you've got any connection to it at all if you don't like pokemon just don't go and watch it yeah if you don't like it's like, not i you. can't imagine like dragging you know dragging someone who has absolutely no connection to pokemon to yeah. it i mean they'll probably be annoyed <laughs> well, yeah they'd just be like okay there's a mouse rabbit yeah that's yellow and yeah that's the thing i don't know if it's like for that for those purposes, for people like that, I don't know if it's like the the mouse rabbit Ryan Reynolds element of it. They'll go in expecting it to be Deadpool, and it's not. Yeah, it's not that sort of level of. There's not like a joke a minute, like fun, fun, fun. It's actually like there's 
about the world and about mm-hmm. the characters and all the rest of it. So if you went in not knowing anything about Pokemon, I don't know how well you get on with it. No, but um, but yeah. Anyway, we we do know Pokemon as we yes as you've demonstrated, um, and we loved it. Um, well, I loved it. Yeah, same. Um, so yeah, that's Detective Pikachu. Uh, I don't know if there's anything more to say. Do you want to get into spoilers? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it would be. Let's have a little spoiler. Let's have a little spoiler section. Yeah, just okay. To talk about so a few things. If you haven't seen it, go out and see it. But from this point, we're going to do a little bit of spoiler talk. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Okay, spoiler talk. Uh, first of all, I remember the joke. Yeah. So there was one joke where apparently I was the only person in the cinema that got it. Yeah, but you went, ha! Ah! Like, really, really loud and, like, clamped your... <laughs> yeah. I got you back. Fuck, that was loud. <laughs> if you will insist on wearing headphones, this is what you get. Well, I have to, because I have to monitor it. Sure, 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 sure. We lost so many recordings before I stopped using headphones. Sure. Um... <laughs> I won't ruin that joke for anyone listening. Except I will. Because Mr. Mime does the basic instinct leg cross. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> so in a Pokemon movie, after Mr. Mime's about to be interrogated, which is a, probably my favourite thing in the whole film, Oh God, yeah, he then gonna... does the Sharon Stone leg cross moment. And it's so exaggerated. But it's it was massive as well. Fucking hilarious. Mr. Mime freaks me out, man. That is a weird character model. Like, it looks good and it makes sense, but because he's so human, it, like, yeah. I feel that. I, I think it's the uncanny valley is where I felt, yeah. I felt, I felt that the rest of them look like animals. But this, the one looks like a fucking. That's dick. the problem that I had with Mewtwo. Yeah. Mewtwo, my thing with Mewtwo is I wish they hadn't let him move his mouth. Yeah, there was a point where, like, because that's how he used to be in the comic book, in comic books, in the um, film. Film, they had him, and it was like a voiceover, and the idea was that he was he would communicate like psychically. Yeah. So he never he had never had a mouth that moved, and then when in this movie there are that it actually switches between the two. In some instances, he does do that, and yeah. he doesn't act, his mouth doesn't move. But then there are bits where his mouth moves, and he's like talking, and he's got teeth, and it's just like it. To be honest, it reminded me a little bit of the Sonic trailer that came out. Yeah, it was. Like, oh, no, I don't like it. Make it stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but I think, and uh, since we're in the spoiler section, again, another really clever point that I noticed is that when it was Bill Nye talking yeah. through. That's when the mouth was being used. Yeah, so I think but when it's, it was Mewtwo itself, that's when it was communicating psychically. I guess that yeah, I guess in a way, it's sort of it is quite clever in terms of it's meant to make you feel uncomfortable and go, "This is not natural. <laughs> this is not right." Yeah, <laughs> because he's not meant to move his mouth like that. So yeah, it does work, but it doesn't help you. Like even when you when you're watching, it's like, no, don't like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was cool. Um. The music, like I was really surprised how quickly Mewtwo came into it. It was like Same. the opening of the movie. Yeah, was Mewtwo, and I was like, shit, because I sort of I theorized from the trailer before. It was like, right, well, the conspiracy or the the plot that the the detective element of it is going to be about the creation of Mewtwo. Mm. I wasn't a million miles away, but there was more to it than that. Yeah, um, which became quite interesting. And they had this whole. It reminded me a little bit of um, 
what's his name? Kurt Connors. Yeah. This idea of how he wanted the character Bill Nye play wanting to evolve and become greater than like Pokemon can evolve into better versions of themselves. How come we can't do that as humans? Yeah. And that like idea he became obsessed with and then went on from there. I was like, that's quite a cool idea. Mm-hmm. As a villain for, for in a Pokemon movie, mm-hmm. that actually makes quite a lot of sense. It's quite cool. Um, yeah, I, I was really, uh, I and I was sort of, I was bought in all, out, all throughout the whole film. Like, yeah, I called every beat. Yeah. I called that, and again, we're in spoilers. So, yeah, I called that Ryan Reynolds would be the dad. I called that Bill Nye was going to be the bad guy. I called that Sunglasses, bad guy son, was not normal. Yeah, that's a fair point. something yeah. else. They kept having uh, all the bad guys keep wearing sunglasses. Yeah, and then now, yeah, and, and then not talking at the end, you realize why it's because it's Ditto. That was great, actually. Though. Yeah, Ditto, Ditto was really good. That I was that. really good, and that was such a good moment because it was so creepy. Yeah, that it has just got these beady black eyes. Yeah. Um, and again, like that, it opens up more possibilities. I would love to see what they can do with that in the future. Now they've yeah. established that not only can Ditto become any Pokemon. You can become a person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so Ditto's Mystique. It's like, all kinds of crazy shit could happen now. Like, yeah. But um, Mystique with more power. But even more power, yeah. yeah. That, but they could change to a dragon. and like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, One of the things that I did want to sort of note a bit earlier that I sort of, I suppose we're a bit backloaded now, but was the interesting concept that Pokemon Scar... Yeah. So when they mentioned about the Pikachu and Charizard fight... That's the point, yeah. And Charizard actually has a physical scar on its face. Mm. And you're like, okay, this is taking this world a little bit darker than I'd imagined. Yeah, that's the point, actually. Maybe that's just a case of... I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they hadn't thought that all the way through because then that implies that every battle that they have... Will have a permanent effect. True. Well, maybe that's something they could explore later because, again, the, the idea of this particular movie in this particular city is that most of the Pokemon we see aren't fighting Pokemon. No, they're just they're companions. Not supposed to. They're just companions and they don't fight. So maybe when they go out into the world and we see battle Pokemon, if you like, like someone will throw out a Bulbasaur and you'll be able to see that he's got that scarring and that little sort of not... I don't think they'll go... They're never going to go too like graphic yeah. with it. But I think they'll see that... Look at this. This Charles Lodd looks like an absolute badass. He's clearly been doing some fighting yeah. sort of thing. Um but yeah, it's interesting. Again, yeah. it makes them more power, it makes them more like real, doesn't it? It gives them that yeah. sort of sense of yeah, they've got a history and like they don't look perfect, like they've just come off the card. Yeah, because um, that's the thing. Like as I've gotten older, it has gotten to the point where I'm like, this is dogfighting, and I'm not 100 percent sure how comfortable I am. But at the same time, but they, but they like it. Do they? Yeah, that's the law. Okay. Um... But then at the same time, you're like, well, you know, it's an established part of the universe that it's not really a thing. What my sort of headcanon that I had was that because this is a city where Pokemon just live collaboratively with people rather than anything else, yeah. there aren't battle centres, there aren't potions and revives and this, that and the other, which is why they didn't have any when Pikachu was injured yeah, from being hit by the rock. That's the point, yeah. So, like, it's because that's what we have is, um, so you when Pikachu get hit, gets hit by a rock, like you say, they don't have the um, potions that are revived. And the potions that are revived and stuff isn't something that they get into law wise here. No. Is that that's something that we know as people who play the games and stuff? We know that, right, the idea is that you're meant to have a little magic thing that you can heal your Pokemon back to full health. So, I'm imagining at some point, again, if they make more, they'll 
show you a real life version of that and go right this is how it works and you do this and then it makes your pokemon okay again yeah but because of the nature of this story it wouldn't make sense for anyone to have one of them no so it makes so again it just sort of attention to detail i guess isn't it because it would be a case of that moment where pikachu's hurt if it wasn't you know if they were pokemon trainers who were out there fighting they'd go all right psh, psh, like that but because they don't have that it creates that moment of tension yeah. and it's a little bit of a character beat and again, that's and that it all they're all character beats. They all do things that then strengthen the yeah. character or strengthen the relationship between two characters mm-hmm. and then it moves on. Which I, yeah, it was I found impressive. And they actually thought it worth doing. Like they yeah. didn't they didn't just go, oh just whatever, it's a kids' movie. They actually thought, no, yeah, we'll there's a lot of thought. Fucking do it properly it. or not at all. Because they, <laughs> they are aware of the fact that like as you said earlier, like the original the starting three are in there. Yeah. Pikachu's in there. Mewtwo's in there. Yeah. These are all the Pokemon that people are going to remember. Yeah, it's it's our generation. It's people who are like in their sort of late twenties. Yeah, but well, then late... like you look through and you see there are like there's like a chime echo just hanging around in the background in yeah. the tree, and then there's an Apom, and you're like, oh cool, I remember Apom from this generation, and then yeah. you're like, oh this is another evolution. This is Greninja, which is another starter Pokemon. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, cool. So there are to- so many sort of generations in there that so many different fans are going to recognise. Yeah, there's something for everyone, I think, isn't there? Yeah, yeah and um, even if it's like small reference, you're going to appreciate it as well, which is what I think they've done really well is combine the kids' film part yeah. of it along with the sort of nostalgia fest as well. Yeah, and at times it gets real dark. Like I... It does, yeah. It's a lot darker than I'd expected from... <laughs> What I was ex- imagining to be just a kids' film. It, I can't. I still can't get over the um, pouring gasoline on Mister Mine. Oh fuck! Yeah. Was that was like, amazing. Oh my! Really? I was. Just, I couldn't believe it was happening. As it was happening, I was like, "Holy shit! <laughs> this is really dark." <laughs> and it's so clever. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, Mister Mine's running away, and he's like, "Oh no, he's he's not going anywhere." He's like, "Don't tell him that." Yeah. And it's just. <laughs> It's so clever in the way that it's done. Yeah. yeah. Just, there were loads of bits like that. And what I will say as well, though, I think the first sort of half of the movie, well, not even quite the first half, like maybe the first 45 minutes, there were quite a few sort of conversations and punchlines and jokes and stuff that I'd seen in the trailers. Yeah. I wish I hadn't. Like yeah. stuff like So I'd seen most of that, a good, decent chunk of that Mr. Mime scene had already been in the trailer. Okay. Like the scene where they meet, and he says, you know, the stapler and all that whole sort of shenanigans when they go and have a cup of coffee and he's trying to figure it all out. We've seen that. Yeah. So none of those lines really meant anything. Yeah, I've seen it in the trailer. Get on. Um, but then once you, what I always find is then when you get away from all the trailers and stuff, so when you rewatch it when it comes out on home release, they actually mean a lot more in it. It's sort yeah. of impact rather than just hearing sound bites. You actually hear the line for what it's meant to be in the context of the film. Yeah. One thing I would say is something that literally, whilst we've been recording, has clicked in my head, is the the short sentence, who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. It's just spinning around in my head. Yeah. Because this film is so much like that. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time. Yeah, I was and I, yeah, it absolutely does. And whilst I wouldn't say it's like a rip-off of anything, it's it's like... It sort of honours it in a way, yeah. in sort of respecting that something so out there is real, yeah. and everybody in that world is just completely accepting of it, and yeah. you're the person that's like, 
what? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I tell you, actually, if you think about it in terms of that, it actually reminds me of stuff like, so if you were to compare this to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like, this is like what Shazam is to Big, yeah. almost. It's yeah. like, it's the same concept with a different, completely mm-hmm. different twist. He goes, right, Shazam and Big, child becomes a man. Child becomes a man, but he's a superhero. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then so, you know, you got Roger Rabbit is like, cartoons exist. Okay, whatever, in the real world with people. Okay, cool. Take that same concept, right? Cartoon animals exist who have superpowers in yeah. the real world and interact with humans. That's it. It's just adding an extra little bit to a to a pre-established thing. And that's not to say that it's a rip-off, like you say. It's just something, it's a new twist on something. And it makes perfect sense for this world to go... Like, if someone just go, you know, to go, right, how are you going to do a Pokemon movie? And someone goes, I know how you can do it. How's that? Who framed Roger Rabbit with Pokemon? Yeah. You go, shit, that's a great idea. Yeah. And then that's what we got. And it's like, okay, perfect. Bring it on. Why not? Yeah. And that's the thing. And like, it's the elevator pitch. And that's, yeah. and it works perfectly for this, for this franchise. And that's the thing. It's like, this isn't us sort of saying it's a ripoff or anything. Because you, who framed Roger Rabbit is sort of a throw up of, the sort of 40s, 50s and 60s pulp noir films. With a twist. With a twist. Yeah. And you're like, but with all the cartoon characters. And you're yeah, like, oh, okay, way. yeah, actually, yeah, that would work. And then now they've done it with an extra leg and you're yeah. like, okay, that's really cool. Yeah, and it's the, in exactly the same way that I would never call Shazam a rip-off of yeah. Big. It's not Big, but it's very, but it pays homage and it's there are a yeah. lot of beats and things that have similarities to it. Yeah, and it um, sort of respectfully honours its inspiration. Yeah. And definitely the same can be said here. Interesting little reference to Home Alone. Not yeah, quite that sure. was really cool. It was cool. I'm not quite sure what point they were trying to make. I'm not sure what the relevance of Home Alone is, but never mind. I don't, it was, just, yeah. it was cool, though. <laughs> I don't think there was a relevance. I just think it was in there as a cool reference for... Because that's the thing. You think Home Alone came out in, what, 1990? Yeah. And then Pokemon came out in 1996. So everybody who's going to have watched Home Alone as a kid and played Pokemon as a kid, is going to have that yeah, same so, reference Yeah, that's point. true. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it's the, it's the same nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that's the thing, as soon as I heard it, I was like, is that Angels with Dirty Faces? <laughs> I'm going to give a, you to the card, 10. <laughs> and it's, and yeah, and it's like, it's a film within a film, within a film now. Yeah. And it's so, it's so clever. But yeah, and I think, but yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up, to be honest. I mean, we both really had a good time with it. Yeah. It's like I said, it's not something that I would sort of repeatedly watch or sort no. of rush back to see. But I had a really good time with that, it. Yeah, it's one of those, yeah, I wouldn't, um, like, I'm not going to watch it like constantly all the time. But if it was on or if I had a version of it like to hand, I would put it on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that sort of about ties it up, really. Yeah. So, um, yeah, pay attention to the feeds because as well as this, we're going to have uh, the John Wick 2 episode should have probably gone up today. Uh, yeah, so that's that's live now. So John Wick 2 is up and live. Uh, we're going to go and watch John Wick 3 at the cinema this week uh, yeah. within the next couple of days. So we'll go see it, we'll record, and then we'll get that out again within the next week. So we've got quite a few bits and pieces coming up. Yeah. Um, and then after that, it's the MonsterVerse. It is. Also run by Legendary, so in my head canon, you did say this as we got into the film. Was well, Legendary? Yeah. So that means that Detective Pikachu also exists in the same universe as, yeah. and now 
as Angel with Dirty Faces is on there, I can only assume it exists in the same universe as Home Alone, which means the next Pokemon movie is going to be a grown-up Kevin McAllister. Yeah. As played by Macaulay Culkin, stepping out into the world. And having to fight a 300-foot Gyarados. 100% by Gyarados. How cool was Gyarados? Gyarados was amazing. Just with those magic up, just flopping around. They're useless. <laughs> Sick. Love it. I love it. Anyway, yeah, cool. So um, that's what we got coming up. So then once we've done John Wick, then we're going to do King Kong, Godzilla, and then there's going to be the new Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which is yeah. looking amazing. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but next we've got John Wick 3. So look for that in the feeds. Yeah. We'll talk about John Wick 3. Um, and yeah, and then we'll we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. So don't forget that you can find us at the Omcast pod on well the omcast on all the social feeds mm-hmm. and the omcast pod at gmail.com as well yeah so let us know what you thought about detective pikachu um if yeah if it was better than you thought if it was worse than you thought if you just yeah yeah if it was nostalgic if you brought your kids to it what did they think because mm-hmm. that's the other thing we we talk about films where we've yeah we a lot of the time there are there is a younger audience in in mind but we don't really know we don't know how well they'll go down so like i don't know if anyone's had any experiences like with endgame for instance take your young kids to endgame do they get bored i don't know well that's the thing yes um so yeah so if you take your kids to see this pokemon movie what do they think um and yeah so let us know what you think about any of that sort of stuff like say we're available on all the socials um and then stay tuned and we'll be up for another john wayne next week yep cool see you next week bye Improv! It's really loud when you shout because I'm wearing headphones. Yeah, I know. That's why I do it. It makes me happy.